Welcome to AFIT Podcast and this one's going to be a bit different so we're going to talk about how to be a good ally to an LK or someone that takes drugs. So if you've got a friend or a family member that's just stopped drinking, no matter how long that they've been committed to or how long they've been AFIT so far, you better believe that they're going to be feeling all of the things right now and social situations are going to be pretty spicy. So the reasons for this might be deeply personal or they might just be purely a health kick and they might be quite traumatic, but absolutely none of them are your business or your place to challenge. So if you feel weird about being around non-drinkers, then it's probably time to listen to some of our other podcasts. But if you're genuinely looking to help, then we've got some tips based on our experience of being sober in a steaming world. So are we going to get into this? Yes. I hate telling people what to do, but this is kind of, this is important because I know a lot of people feel a bit weird, don't they? Absolutely. Like one of the, one of the things I will mention before we continue is that obviously our sort of um, views and opinions don't represent everybody, but there's no fairer guideline that we can think of than an alky <laughs> slash addict telling you what might be good Um to do for your friends and it's you know if you follow our advice you know somebody knows that they can trust you and for, well for me knowing that there were people around me that I could trust I found it just so much more helpful and the burden was lifted a bit I felt less alone. So we've, we're going to cut this into a couple of parts one first part is daft and obvious questions we're just going to answer them for you so you don't have to ask them and the second is about invites um, in social situations so, daft and obvious questions. If you're new to having an alky pal, you know you might have some questions in your mind or some assumptions, misconceptions, um, and that that's that's normal. It's not your fault. Um, but rather than make someone feel uncomfortable without even thinking about it, um, we've got some some good education for you. Um, the so if and if you're an alcoholic and you're listening to this, um, this is a good thing to give your pals so that you don't have to answer all of these questions. Um, so first of all, no, I don't want to celebrate a year after it, a month after it, New Year, Christmas, or any other occasion by having a drink. Right. So if I do want to do that, or if I do start doing that then that means I've relapsed and you should be really worried and not glad because there's a shit storm coming. Drinking is never an appropriate way for, for me to celebrate. Like, I, I just can't do it. Yeah, the, there is never a good scenario for us picking up a drink ever. You know, we wouldn't have made this commitment uh, if it was good for anybody. Yeah, it's, it's just not... I can't. <laughs> and if I'm doing it, be worried and try and help me because I'm obviously not in the right frame of mind um, and, you know, bad shit's coming for me. My mental health's going to fail. Um, I'm going to start isolating. I'm not going to be a good friend. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be looking after myself um, and my drinking's about to get worse and I might start picking up other things. So just if I start doing that, like, you know, have a word with me. Um, if if I'm willing to listen to it, and for fuck's sake, don't encourage it. <laughs> like, <laughs> please don't. And that brings me on to the next point. I will never recover after a certain time. I am literally hardwired to drink like a bam, and I'm working at not doing that every day. 
So my brain tells me that I'll be okay after a year, but that's the same brain that made me piss in an old lady's garden, so don't give it any encouragement. I will always be in recovery, and that's all right. And I'm choosing to be, and I'm working at it. It's an active thing that I'm doing. Yeah, it's an it's an ongoing thing. Like I've had a, a couple of people be like, "Oh, so like, you know, like, are you better now? Like, do you know what you're doing?" And the thing is, it's like we will never get to a point where we're, <laughs> where we've sorted it out. This is life. Like this, this is it's for it's a day at a time, but we have to acknowledge that it is for life. And no, there's never going to be a deadline or a point where you can ask us to come out for a drink again. It just won't happen. Soz. <laughs> um. What? We don't like it any more than you don't like it. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's not like we're we're like uh sober's brilliant. Sometimes it's shit, but just don't don't put that temptation there. We don't need it. We understand like why that sort of misconception exists. Um, and yeah, you might have heard stories about people just getting getting a grip on their drinking or growing out of it and stuff like that. But you have to understand that we are alcoholics, um, which brings brings us on to the next misconception which is the idea of what an alcoholic looks like or behaves like. So never ask, are you sure you're an alcoholic? You didn't seem like an alcoholic. Yes, I'm completely sure that I'm an alcoholic. And I know this because I've tried and tested every which way of living as a boozer and it has done me absolutely no favours. I cannot drink responsibly no matter how hard I try. Everyone has an idea in their head of what an alcoholic looks like, but the truth is that an addict can be or look like anybody. Don't compare us to a fictional idea of an alcoholic in your head. So just because we're not, you know, on the park benches or we're not... Just because I've still got know, a job. Yeah. And I've got a car and I've got a boyfriend and I've got any of these things doesn't mean that I don't drink alcoholically. Yeah. So many people are functioning alcoholics and I know that's a trendy term. Oh my God, I'm just a functioner. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Because a functional alcoholic is only an alcoholic that's functioning. And those functions will eventually go if they keep drinking the way they're drinking. Yeah, and what you don't understand or what you maybe didn't understand when you're asking those questions, when you ask someone who's diagnosed themselves as an alcoholic, are you sure? You don't look like one, but you didn't do this and you didn't do that. What you're doing is placing doubt in that person's head and that small doubt can turn into a fucking relapse. So, yeah, it's look at that person and believe them when they say it because it's, it's quite a hard thing to even say to someone it so. takes some balls and it doesn't even really negatively affect anybody somebody being sober and improving themselves can only positively affect exactly them and the people around it them doesn't... don't don't shite on that <laughs> come on now and don't doubt it so it, and here's another thing we alcoholics people like us cannot help you to diagnose yourself or someone you know is an alcoholic you know, I can't tell if you're an alky and nor do I think that you are one. You know, that's really up to you. Alcohol, uh, alcoholism and addiction is, is one of the only self-diagnosed illnesses. So I also don't really want to hear about you stopping drinking for a couple of days because you caused all hell in your house last night, but you don't have a problem. You know, if you truly don't have a problem, why are you talking to the alky about this? Mm. You know, and I can only help folk that know that they definitely do have a problem that they, st- they admit that they've got a problem and they want actual help you know I can't help anyone um, that just wants to be told that it wasn't that bad and they can definitely keep drinking I just it's not something that I can help with 
we can't enable you. Like, just because we're alkism, we've been there, doesn't mean that we want to or are able to enable you to continue doing it. We can't have really any sort of opinion on that. Only you, you'll know deep down. Because the undertone of that is, am I as bad as you? That's what you're saying to me. Literally. And, you know, do you want that answer? <laughs> yeah. And if if you are starting to question that, then you probably might be. And then, you know, the only thing I'm going to ask back to you is, are you? And that's because that's going on you. That's not that's not something that I'm going to take responsibility for. So if you think that you might be, or you're asking, or you want to tell me about all your, the things that you've done when you've been drunk, but you don't have a problem, just stop. Stop right there. Um, and, the, you know, the sober trend as well, this sober kick that people like to go on, you know, I completely applaud that. I think that's brilliant. Well done. Um, I just really don't care about it as much as I do my own life-saving sobriety. You know, if you're doing one year no beer, bravo, like, amazing, great. I hope you succeed in it. You know, but if you tried not wanting to kill yourself after the years of courting that thought and discovering that sobriety is actually the key to that, um, you know, we really appreciate that you notice the benefits of sobriety, but please be respectful that for some of us it is a matter of life and death. You know, it's not about getting up earlier and earlier in the morning to to hoover your living room or any of these amazing things that you're getting to do, an extra gym class and all that brilliant. You know, I can do that too. Um, the, you know, the difference is after a year, you can go back to drinking and everything will be fine because you only drank a couple of times a year. But for me, um, it's it's a massive, massive thing. And I'm not, you know, I don't want to piss on anyone who actually does have an underlying drinking problem and they're doing one year no beer. Um but that's the way that they come to terms with it. I'm all for that in any form of sobriety. Um, but if you're someone that genuinely t says that they don't have a drinking problem and they don't identify as having a drinking problem, but you're telling me that you're the same as me because you've decided to not drink for a month or whatever, then, you know, you're not. And um, it kind of downplays the, the massiveness of what I'm facing with every day. Yeah, it can make it it can make it a little bit harder for us to get those meaningful connections that we need and the support that we need from people because yeah, okay, like you're engaging in the trend and it's like so good that you feel this great and you're going to the gym and have smoothies, like that's fab. But it takes away I think sometimes an important message which is addiction is very very difficult. Um and our sobriety isn't a novelty um, or a trend. We appreciate the support, but just like be respectful of who you're talking to when you're doing it. Yeah, it's 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 an everyday thing for us. It's life. Sober is life. It's not it's not a fad and it's not something that we just post on Facebook about for the clout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, another thing that's important is like Sometimes um, when you're friends with an alky and you discover that they're not drinking anymore, you're like, shit, how are they having fun? Like, you know, and I've had people be like, oh, right, okay, but you can, you know, you can still do drugs and stuff, right? And it's like, no, we can't. Um, we get that you're like, you know, in a 
weird, probably kind-hearted way trying to figure out how we're going to have fun with you, but we're learning how to do life a different way now. So we absolutely do not want drugs instead, like, just no. Um, one thing to be mindful of is that one substance can lead an addict down the path to the one that they're mainly trying to avoid. So if we take drugs, um, we might end up drinking after we've took some drugs, and if we drink instead of taking drugs, then it might lead us down the path again, and it's just it's just not worth the risk like flat out don't encourage it if you want to be doing that like that's cool like we really don't care um but as a matter of precaution and safety for us like just can't take the risk it's an entire it's an entire lifestyle yeah and we are addictive nature we will literally replace one substance with another yeah so just no (laughs) um which so we're going to start talking about invites now and um you know some people feel quite awkward inviting us to stuff if there's going to be alcohol there I've certainly felt that um it may seem like there's a big elephant in the room you know which is our sobriety but we still want to be included and treated how you would normally treat us you know we fundamentally we haven't changed we've just put down a substance and we still want to have fun we didn't do this to be miserable um, so a good way to do this is to be like okay so we're doing this thing but there's going to be booze there you don't have to come if you don't want to because sometimes having to say no to things stresses us out as well it can be very difficult and that's on us it's not on you but you know it'd be nice if you would just invite us um, you don't have to come if you don't want to but it would be nice to see you there it's, it's really about warning us about it beforehand that's really appreciated um, and we just like to feel included and having the option to say no and not just to be, you know, not inviting us because you assume that we won't want to be there. Um, and, you know, in the receiving end, we might just feel a bit, we'll end up feeling a bit isolated, like we don't have friends anymore. And, you know, we didn't stop drinking to be lonely either. Yeah, for sure. Um, one really good thing to do is to organise an event uh, that just like doesn't revolve around drinking for us to do with you. Um, so a friend of mine for his birthday he actually organised just a wee day like having tea he gathered up all his sober pals and just had like a separate birthday separation to have tea I thought that was very good I'm just mentioning that as an example but you can invite us like for coffee dinner a movie a concert like anything we are able to do literally anything but drink so we really appreciate the effort that goes into thinking up something that we can do do with you that doesn't just like you know, put our fucking sobriety at risk. Like, there's just... There's a whole bunch of other things to do. And to show that kind of effort, it's like... That is well noticed. Like, that's... And it is quite... It's going the extra mile. It is simple. Like, it turns out there are a whole bunch of other things to do other than drink. I mean, we don't even mind if we're just sitting having a cup of tea in your house or doing bare minimum. A goddamn walk. Like, we do just enjoy spending time with our friends um, so to go that extra mile it's a yeah a true pal. I, I like that that's that's a good thing to do like I love going for brunch I love going for coffee I like going for food I still eat <laughs> like yeah I enjoy a nice food um, and you know and if you invite us to things like that chances are if we're a driver we'll probably offer to drive mm. which means 
you get your taxi covered basically so <laughs> we'll drive you there and you know you get to spend we still get to spend time together which is lovely um once we're out once you've managed to get us out into a place um you know if i say no to something or if i leave early it is absolutely not personal um you're literally the furthest thing from my mind when i'm wrestling with the beast um, I'm literally just trying to stay alive if I leave early um, and I'm also when I'm there I'm not judging you for drinking um, I get a lot of people who like they, they kind of like create attention on their own glass and it's like uh, is it okay if I can I have a can I have a wine around you is it okay if I, and I'm like fucking hell I'm not judging you I don't care if you drink you can literally drink yourself into a stupor um, I'm just so preoccupied with feeling okay socially to even notice what you're doing, what you're drinking. Um, so please don't try and put my focus on your drinking and your alcohol when it really doesn't need to be. Um, I just don't care. I just want to get on with my own night and not have the focus of the night be whether I'm drinking or not and whether you're drinking or not. There's much bigger things that we can be talking about. Um, and if that is the only thing that we've got to talk about, then fucking hell, we need to work in our friendship. Um, but if I'm at your, if I'm at a, an event or something like that, I'll bring stuff anyway. But um, if I was to turn up there and there's alcohol-free alternatives, I will literally love you forever. Yes, <laughs> I am always so relieved to see that somebody has actually thought about it, you know, instead of just seeing the same old fucking Diet Coke and lemonades. There's water? Do you want some water? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what have you got in the... Uh, diluting juice, uh, water... Th- there's water? Do you want water? Um, <laughs> Fuck off! lucky if I've ever even seen fucking sparkling water Diet anywhere. Coke. It's, you know... <laughs> it's not... It's cheaper as well. It's cheaper than buying actual alcohol. Yeah, like I'm not asking for a 20 quid bottle of seed lip. Yeah. A couple of like Bex Blue. And I'd just feel super seen. I'd just be like, oh. Yeah, and it's thoughtful. And it doesn't even have to be like that, you know, like fake booze kind of thing. It can be rose lemonade. Rose lemonade. Dana Fen- loves rose lemonade. Fentimins is really good, like for fancy soft drinks. So they've got like that really nice cola, the dandelion burdock or something. Aye. And they've got rhubarb and. Um, Tesco do coffee flavored cola, and it is oh, like, nice. I don't know, fifty p a bottle, and it tastes just like a black Russian. Oh, Get me yeah. that. It's mm. stunning. Coffee flavored Coke, um, or an energy drink because I quite like that as well, or just an alcohol-free beer. And if you're worried about, oh, I don't know if they'll like that, just give me a text. You know, yeah. I'll really appreciate it. And I'll probably tell you that I'll just bring my own stuff anyway, and it's not an issue, but you know, it's the thought that it's there. It's just being a good pal, really, isn't it? And again, like all of this is really on me to, to deal with. My sobriety is my thing, but this is literally just a guide to make it feel a little bit um, easier because I know how awkward it can be to be around people who, who aren't drinking when you're a drinker because I've done it when I was younger and I've, I've made every single one of these mistakes so that's how to be a good friend to Nalke yay 